0: Comics are old. Really old. Comics are so old that they'll get offended if you do anything non-traditional for your wedding. How dare you not invite the milkman! And we also have to contend with the number of comics that have been made. I could have been a contender if it wasn't for my to-read list. More comics have been created than the number of times my mum
1: watched the royal wedding. But not as many times as she spoke about the royal wedding. That would be
2: impossible! I'm Michael Garvey-Eckett. I'm Robin Harmon i'm adam
3: sharif
1: i'm amy garvey eckett and we are your events coordinators at comic book classroom
3: the podcast which condenses comic book history into a fun format to help you juggle the various deadlines in the event planning chaos that is comics
0: and with the belabored metaphors done with this time on comic book classroom we'll be studying weddings
1: Guess guests from our themed intro, the format of this episode is going to be slightly different. There is a good reason for it, because as you are listening, Michael and I are getting married.
2: You may have picked up on that from our slight name change in the intro as well. It's better to celebrate our wedding rather than just begrudgingly tiptoe into it.
1: (laughs) That's a good start to a marriage, (laughs) yeah.
2: We want to celebrate by looking at weddings in comics.
1: So yeah, we're going to do this in a little bit of a round table gonna look at some comic weddings
2: give you the history give you the context it's similar to a comic book classroom but we're we're freewheeling a little Free and bit loose everyone's gone away and still written jokes or fun things to say <sighs> yeah. we've
1: got notes
2: <laughs> yeah we have got, notes. We've got <laughs> notes yeah we're not just gonna be all like hey i'm reading this comic for the first time oh, uh, no. <laughs> is, uh wow look at that
0: they got married these two did a marriage and that was a comic i don't know if it lasts or the or the context leading up to it but whatever there's a wedding i did have to do last minute research on one of them to be like how do they do they does this
2: last i don't want to get too into it too much but because comics are like a serialized fiction uh usually and it's a frustrating thing about um, stories in general is that some like a traditional end to a story is it's a wedding that means it's an end life is over after you're married you've you've reached oh, yeah. your yeah.
0: you've reached your goal yeah. you peaked but like comics keep going yeah. mm-hmm. so i really like that that comes up as one of the themes in one of the issues that we're going to be talking about that's what i've based a lot of my post life on with amy like i'm expecting
2: it to be like what i've read in comics we're just gonna have to go out and do adventures or i'm gonna go out and do adventures and you have to stay at home <laughs> with the baby <laughs> there are a lot of comic book weddings and we're going to touch on a lot of them but we're mainly going to focus on five? five five big ones um what are those five big weddings we've chosen to highlight
3: uh so the first wedding we're going to look at takes us all the way back to 1965 for the fantastic four annual number three this was a uh, oversized issue to celebrate the nuptials of Mister Fantastic and The Invisible Girl, I believe she was still referred to at the time, uh, Reed Richards and Sue Storm. And in this issue, Doctor Doom is mad at the FF, so it's a standard early FF issue. Uh, so what better way to take his revenge than try and ruin their wedding day? So using a device which seems specifically tuned to those with evil brains... Uh, he sends a constant torrent of villains towards the wedding to disrupt the uh, disruptual the nuptials. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thankfully, as this is four years into the Marvel Universe and every superhero still lives in New York City, uh, the good guys are conveniently on hand to help fend off the attacks, including uh, the X-Men, Spider-Man and Avengers, but not all 140 just yet. The day is seared by a giant ball baby who should never interfere, but tends to, and uh, everything gets put back in place. And then the wedding gets to happen with a couple of
0: guests at the very end.
1: Plus a costume change. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) A
0: key costume change.
2: We're also looking at Superman the Wedding Album. After leaving her fiancé, Clark Kent, and travelling the world to find herself, Lois Lane returns home to Metropolis. She's left because she found out Clark was secretly Superman. Spoilers. What? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) And because DC needed to delay the wedding until it coincided with the Lois and Clark season finale. Finding Clark has since lost his powers, they quickly reunite and the wedding is on as we zip through dress shopping, bachelor and bachelorette parties, a fifth dimensional Ip and an alien lady who wants to procreate with Superman. There's not too much villain interaction in this one trying to ruin the day and everything goes smoothly and Superman finally loses that ponytail in a gift to both Lois and us the readers.
0: From 2006, we're going to look at the wedding of Black Panther and Storm, which was in Black Panther issue 18. Uh, It takes place as the ceasefire of civil war, so it's during the middle of Marvel's Civil War epic event, which means we get a lot of back and forth between some characters and some great reminders of what they're fighting about in the middle of T'Challa and Storm's wedding. We go through the lens of BET, which is Black Entertainment Television, a US TV channel, as a way of understanding... Just who is getting married and the stakes, because it's the highest profile celebrity superhero political marriage that you can imagine in the context of the Marvel Universe. So we get a reminder of T'Challa's head of state of Wakanda and Storm as a goddess worshipped in many parts of Africa, vague um because <laughs> uh, we never get a cooler, a firm answer on what that is really about or where she's really from but that's cool some high profile celebrity guests and heads of state show up there is a little bit of intrigue as a villain is in their midst uh which plays out with a sort of comedy fight towards the end and crucially storm is evaluated by the panther god bast for her worthiness to be married to t'challa it all works out okay
1: Next is the New Avengers annual in which Luke Cage and Jessica Jones tie the knot which is published in 2006. We start ominously with a bandaged Yelena who is the second person to use the title of Black Widow apart from Natasha Romanoff and she is recovering from very big injuries uh, when she's approached by Hydra and backed up by AIM Science to be transformed for her revenge against the Avengers. Speaking of Avengers... They're off having a grand old time in their new Avengers Tower in New York, which is where Jessica arrives with baby Danielle in tow and finally answers Luke's proposal question in the affirmative. Before the champagne can be popped, though, the Avengers Tower is under attack. It's Yelena! A bunch of fighting ensues. The good guys win, obviously. Obviously. Um, And then it's back to the important stuff, the lovely wedding of the two two of the Defenders against the sunset sky of New York. And finally, we are looking at issues 50 and 51 of Astonishing X-Men, which covered the botched proposal and spoilers, the wedding of X-Man North Star to regular human Kyle. It happens in the middle of a villain plot where an unknown person is controlling mercenaries, which attack the team. Meanwhile, Northstar tries to fix all of his relationship issues with Kyle by proposing. Being a proper adult, unlike the man who dresses up in a fancy outfit and punches people as a job, Kyle turns him down. Northstar flies off to join the X team and discovers that Kyle has been kidnapped and is under mind control and trying to shoot him. Conveniently, Northstar is really fast, so he dodges the bullet and breaks the mind control using the power of love and sewer smells. (laughs) <laughs> kyle immediately changes his mind about the proposal because straight after a traumatic event is the best time to make important life decisions and the person who's been mind controlling the team turns out to be ex-team member or missing team member karma then we have a wedding which has been organized in a week yeah
0: easy
2: that's what we needed I don't uh-huh. know why we've been don't know why we've been stressing
0: for ten I mean, months. Yeah, one of these Easy. comic shows you can do better than a week. Yeah, so
1: that's true. Yeah, a week is of a huge amount of time in comics weddings. I feel like most of these weddings reveal that almost every superhero has the secret superhero power of organizing weddings in a tiny amount of time, and I wish I had that power.
2: I mean a lot of them are rich or have powers that enable them to like move fast and maybe like make stuff out of their bodies and not need sleep
3: yeah sure it's the best use of the sliding time scale in the marvel universe it's like <laughs> yeah it's, you say it's a week it's actually like a year i want to believe that wolverine who clearly
2: doesn't need to sleep because of his mutant healing factor sure. and has been alive for so long and so has all these connections is just a really great wedding planner. But, he the, wedding always always ready. but yeah. the
1: wedding is in Central Park. You <laughs> must need a bunch of licences to get married in or Central you need,
0: Park. Or Warren worthington has s- got the money.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's true. And all you need is six claws, bub, to convince the state of New York to let you get married you Go up and get all Park. snicked
0: in there. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> so that, I was
1: like,
0: Wolver- we should have hired Wolverine to be our a wedding, wedding planner.
1: <laughs> that would have been terrifying, but probably efficient, yeah.
0: One way to prevent gate crashes also. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's sabretooth.
2: We're gonna break down a lot of these weddings by like little themes, things we wanna talk about, wedding-y themes. And the first thing we're going to tackle about all of these weddings is the fashion choices. Anyone got some hot takes on some clothes?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been doing a lot of dress- You've
2: been doing a lot of dress shopping, and I've been doing a lot of asking Ask-
1: me to pick your suit for you <laughs> <laughs> that's not
2: true <laughs> it's canon now <laughs> because it's got out on the podcast and because it's funnier we have to allow it even if it's not true but look at what that does to our fans look at that, <laughs> they, that's formed they've formed that opinion of me
1: oh no Boo-hoo. I
2: picked, and I had to ask you if it was okay. <laughs> which is different. Yeah, which is different. <laughs> okay, cool. I like, I like this one. Is that okay?
1: Question mark.
2: You're picking a lot of color scheme things, so I don't want this to clash.
1: Okay. Can't clash with the bridesmaid's dresses. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But back to the comics. No, I find it really interesting looking at, like, say, like, a, like this, a theme across the history of comics, um, because you get to see patterns and how they relate to comic book trends over time so looking at the wedding fashions of these comics it kind of becomes a microcosm of the way that fashion and comics change and evolve naturally so you see in fantastic four so the first comic book wedding uh, which is which is in the 60s that sue's dress is quite of the times it's quite of that fashion the 60s fashion Um, and then as you go through the time through the 90s and then into the modern comics as the heroes costumes become more over the top and elaborate and (laughs) form-fitting that the wedding dresses because inevitably the men are just in suits become sort of this similar style they tend to match up instead of lining up with the fashion of the time they're line up with the costumes of the time. The superhero trends. The superhero yeah. trends rather than the fashion trends. So it starts off with lining up with fashion trends and then becomes like what's fashionable in comics. And that was interesting to see Like when you look at comics in this kind of way.
2: You mentioned FF clearly yep. as like a starting point. It's our earliest one. Invisible Woman has got that classic.
1: She's got a peplum style dress.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Hardly any skin on display as well. Very conservative. Yeah,
1: full, full <laughs> el- um, elbow like gloves, little hat with a veil. Yeah. The whole Very conservative yeah
2: and reed richards mr fantastic old stretchy dude himself he's just wearing his superhero costume how does everyone feel about that
0: it is bad
2: <sighs> yeah uh, in the sense he... that
0: it comes from him doing a little adventure beforehand where all the dudes go and do dude stuff and sue just stands there looking all scared and protecting her friend and stuff yeah so she stays in her wedding dress and reed comes back and he's like yeah i'm a superhero i'm gonna just get in the wedding like yeah. this yeah it's also ben not very- in his shorts like it's ridiculous it's not
1: it's it's not very respectful because he, he, they start off in their suits changes into his costume comes back all sweaty from fighting and is, isn't like oh let me get back into my wedding suit it's like now nah, i'll just get married in my can't sweaty be asked to yeah.
2: like change yeah. into it's his suit like, how well has that been dry cleaned i reckon that has got some mole man monster mucus on it from history why are you dressing in your work clothes at your wedding? It would be like a subway employee got married in a hairnet. It would be like a wrestler got married in spandex.
3: I totally disagree with it, but it totally makes sense for Reed
2: because <laughs> he's disrespectful. As
1: a <laughs> yeah, the as character, a, character choice as, as yeah. the character
0: of Reed, I get it, but yeah. I don't because agree he's with hyper-focused, it. Yeah, a slight egomaniac
1: wouldn't see how it would be important to sue or their families <laughs> or anyone that, that he maybe changes into a suit again. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to say I do really like Sue's dress. I've given it a four out of four. Oh. Would wear, would wear myself.
0: Which uh, means you'd probably get on really well with Lois Lane's mom, <laughs> who really liked the more old-fashioned, well, traditional dress. Uh, but Sue's is still trying.
1: stylish. It is, yeah. Sue's is stylish. That's it's true. elegant and stylish and timeless, but it's still stylish.
2: That's true because of the fight um, in Fantastic Four, which is like it's the first crossover in Marvel comics. Um, happening four years after like the first issue of Fantastic Four, it's got everyone, everyone you love.
0: Um, so they're all at the wedding, but they're just in there. They're just in their superhero outfits as well. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't it one by one they change into them because the like the bad guys are escalating yeah. so much that they all have to get suited and go and do fights and stuff. Yes. But at the end in the church,
2: they're like they're just in the Iron Man's like very uncomfortable. I don't know how he manages to sit. We see something similar in Black Panther and aurora's wedding where almost everyone is in their superhero outfit
1: should we not call it t'challa and Aurora's then if we're using their real names
2: i don't know black panther's dressed as the black panther i know so i think that's one of the
1: cool yeah th-
0: well not cool but it's just amusing that t'challa's wedding suit is the black panther costume because he's in his head of state military wear mm. yeah uh, and also there's like but a traditional in- ritual element to the wedding so he has to show up as Black Panther. But I
1: find it because the costume is still just that like all black mask. It's so mm. creepy. Oh, it it's literally a... looks like he's a serial killer forcing his kidnap victim to marry him yeah. in <laughs> that in he that got, panel. He,
0: yeah. He looks like Hooded Justice from Watchmen. It's mm. terrible.
1: It does make sense because it's part of like a very traditional ritual. Yeah. It's great because I don't know if any of you read at the back of the, that issue. They have an interview with the designer who designed Storm's wedding outfit. Him, who is, like, a TV costume designer. Yeah,
0: for, like, TV soap operas, I yeah, think. Yeah,
1: yeah, but it's really interesting because they, they did a lot of research and, like, her, she's got this lovely ceremonial cape that she wears when she comes in, which is supposedly made of African kenti cloth and using mud cloth designs, which is really interesting because it's, like, they looked into, sort of, a lot of, the like, culture. And the, yeah. And then she's got this great dress which, like, moves as she flies. Um, Like, a lot of elements are really thought out. There's and a, then for him to just shop in his regular costume yeah. is a little let down? Yeah, for me. definitely.
2: You it, say it would be like a it would be nice if he was in a more ceremonial like slightly altered Black Panther outfit.
1: Yeah, because yeah. cuz like in real life there's actual oh. military wear that they wear when they're fighting and then there's ceremonial and yeah. so you would thought, dress uniforms. Dress uniforms, mm. yeah. but he's also like, because he's Black Panther and he's king. So surely should he not be showing up, like, in a bit of a combo? As king, maybe. As king, not just rather, superhero. not just superhero Black Panther.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's... They it's could have done lazy, something interesting. But it's not, it's not the most interesting way of handling it. And if you look at some of the costumes that he wears, like, in the film, he has regal formal wear mm-hmm. and it looks wonderful. I really, really like that there's, like, a conscientious effort to give Storm something interesting and meaningful yeah, and authentic yeah and not
1: western necessarily yeah so there's
0: a lot of like african and asian influences in what she's wearing and the wings that she kind of has as she comes down are a really nice throwback to storm's original costume when she joined the x-men and she had those funny wing flaps and it looks really great <laughs> yeah and it's, it's like it's really lovely like they've made a really good effort i think the wildest part as far well it's not necessarily the fashion but the fact that arriving to the ceremony t'challa rolls out of the mouth of an actual black panther statue and just drops down and he's like hey ready to do this wedding thing it's absurd yeah. it's but great
1: then, but then like storm flies and, i mean storm also
0: <laughs> flies in so it's fine yeah and they he can't fly have,
1: <laughs> they both get to have their like dramatic entrance yes yeah. is just nice, really funny because usually the bride just gets the big entrance and the groom's just like standing there he gets there. to do his little roll it for roll out of a panther's mouth
2: <laughs> and in terms of guests um, I think everyone's a superhero outfit apart from Ben Grimm, who has dressed up, because he's respectful, and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, because they don't, don't really, really have, have, costumes have
0: costumes. For yeah. Black Panther's wedding. For Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the only people. That is true. The rest of them do just show up in their fight wear. Yeah. I guess it's looking absurd. secret identity stuff. Yeah,
1: secret identity stuff like Jessica Jones and the Cage go by their names, so they don't have secret yeah. identities, so they just get to work. The thing is going to be
0: the thing. Also it's a, like it's <laughs> exactly. a high profile wedding. <laughs> yeah. You know, like and heads of state are there and the press and everything. So I guess yeah. secret identities. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I was like who are all of these random people? It's like they're definitely not superheroes <laughs> in their secret identities. It's like yeah, obviously people would yeah. put two and two together. So The
2: thing is though, the best look in the world in the real world is Luchador in a suit?
1: Oh, that's true. Just wear your mask.
2: Just wear your mask, wear your mask. but look nice. That's like, a really nice good. suit, but wear your mask.
0: You can do it. That's you could a look great. Look. Yeah,
1: just Spider Man, but just just his mask, and then in a nice like. They could tux. all just be
0: wearing suits and their masks if they needed. Because oh, that's you know. the thing.
1: Because obviously Spider Man yeah. is there. A Spider Man means MJ doesn't get to come. Like his wife doesn't get to come. He doesn't get a plus one because then that would reveal who his wife was, and then it was- yeah, But he's already out at that point. Is he? Because
0: there's civil war, come so yeah, he, he has out. Has come oh, so then why yeah. is
1: he in costume? It should be him and MJ. because yeah, were... he's
0: a bug. He should have come in a suit.
1: I want to talk about the fashion at North Star and Kyle's wedding, because okay. yeah. I don't like to stereotype, but they are two of the worst dressed gay men I've ever seen. <laughs> but also mostly it's a criticism of the artist, because throughout the two issues- even when they're in regular clothes. First of all, they both seem to like stoop. You draw, They're drawn like stooping over, which is not attractive. And then the clothes are always drawn with hundreds of creases and folds, mm. which is a very particular style and slightly old-fashioned style of drawing clothes in comics. And it makes them look oversized and baggy automatically, because if clothes are, have that many creases in them, it means there's a lot of spare fabric to crease and fold. And so that happens in regular clothes and it's in their wedding suits as well. They're both there in their like black tie suits and they're creased and folded and they look like they're wearing those like 90s, like oversized suits. Mm. I've been watching a lot of Friends recently and like in the early seasons where like Ross and Chandler are wearing those like huge, like the shoulders are too big and they're huge jackets. They look like they're wearing those, but it's in 2012. Like because the cover is lovely because it's a different cover artist. They're wearing like tailored suits interior look they're like both stooped over they're wearing giant jackets i was just like these are really horrible suits
2: <laughs> black tie as a look though is nice it's classic oh, yes all the x-men kind of go along it's with not it well
0: executed here, it's not well executed, i think
3: yeah. yeah i do like uh, that instead of the corsage north star has his star
1: yes yes his sister gives him his old alpha flight star and he wears that instead That's of his really corsage nice. it's a very nice touch it's yeah. lovely yeah they have a nice moment him and his sister
2: Alpha flight turn up in their costumes though. The yeah, X Men. The X nice. Canucks there, looking like a fool. <laughs> Captain. Canuck. What's his real name? Validator. or <laughs> he's he's gone through multiple. Yeah. Names. Can- Canada man. Canada man. Rachel Summers wears a very Rachel Summers-y outfit. Yes. Is gonna be red and everyone's in black. Everyone's in black tie. She's Rachel gonna Summers be a
0: cool auntie in red. Yeah. Red
2: and gold. A lot of skin. <laughs> Superman, though, is a very different wedding. It's not the wedding of Superman to Lois Lane. It's the wedding of uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane. It's a Clois wedding. Everyone who's there, all of the guests, are, like, regular human people. Um, And everyone's dressed as though it is a normal, everyday, standard wedding. Nice black suits.
1: I do like um, Lois's dress trying on montage. It's only really two, three dresses and then the, the sort of oh wait let's do a reveal of the dress later because i guess they kind of go through some of those maybe stereotypes i was talking about where they like she tries on a really like you know 80s big fluffy sleeves and like up to the neck which her mum loves and then like a slinky number and then like a weird high low skirt, short, tough, like yeah. yeah short skirt with a big like train and like a midriff showing but she does settle on what ends up just being sort of like quite a nice dress <laughs> which is designed by one of her friends who is the fashion designer designs her nice dress and yeah it's it's pretty nice it's fine
3: the great thing about this as a, as a special event issue is you have different artists doing different scenes and pages. And again, with the...
1: It's 16 different art teams.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. And Which each of those
3: dresses is by a different artist. So that also helps convey the changing of eras and styles.
0: Crucially, Clark cuts his hair. Yes. Everyone is saved from the ponytail <laughs> mallet ever after. Thank
2: God. Yeah, and also because he's in disguise as Clark Kent, it means he has to keep his glasses on. No contacts for him. <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy, which I'm changing for my wedding day.
1: Yeah, I do enjoy the final page where they have their kiss, in the extended page where it becomes sort of like yeah, Superman kissing Lois. It's sort of like mm. in floating above them, kind of the imagery. Yeah, uh, so it's quite yeah. nice to sort of obviously that's the kind of iconic. Mm-hmm seed is like superman kissing lois lane but obviously it goes from like clark to superman and it's quite nice
0: i have to say i like everything about the colors of lois and clark's wedding scene i like the Mm. green interiors of the church it gives it something really distinctive and that final page as amy was saying looks really gorgeous like with the kind of variety of colors and their clothing it all looks really nice
1: and the gods like coming in through the window
0: red flowers possibly roses are a
2: bold choice for the boutonniers and the bouquets but it
1: works it works i think the combination Lewis has red hair at this point yeah. it's a nice touch i think the combination of red and yellow roses is interesting yes mm. red yeah. like one or t'other
0: mm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think as well and mostly because he got rid of the mullets that final double spread page almost every fashion design or the decision in this spread makes it a timeless image just yeah. like it, like yeah. like, there's a few little things which make okay. This is definitely like a mid '90s, like maybe some of the and that's such like the, the glasses and facial hairstyles and some people. But other than that, feels pretty could be any time.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I think that's the problem sometimes when the wedding fashions where an artist um, or if they've got someone else to come in and design the dress, if they go too of the times or too heavily into one styles it really dates it
2: do you have any thoughts about the big bold fashion choices in the new adventures annual the marriage of luke cage and jessica jones
1: i like jessica jones's dress i i had a very confusing moment <laughs> going between pages where you go to a side-on angle of jessica and i thought she'd suddenly been given a, one huge breast. And I was very <laughs> confused. And I was like, "If that, is that her breast? If so, is it supposed to be because she's, a nurse, she's nursing? Like she's breastfeeding? Um, that, her nipple would definitely be showing. And then Michael was like, oh no, that's, that's her cleavage. That line is yep. her cleavage. Because and so in- that's side on. And I'm like, that is a terrible rendition of two breasts from the side. Well,
0: it's because in comics... Regardless of where a woman is facing, her cleavage must be facing the viewer.
1: Yeah, and but it, it's not drawn well. I thought she no, had a a, a a melon, a cantaloupe melon as as a breast. Um, <laughs> but other than that, the dress is lovely.
0: I have a hard time with how Luke Cage dresses. I, I think he looks a lot better on the cover, in the waistcoat. Yes.
3: Yeah. I think it's a lot.
1: Yeah, with like a shirt and a tie, yeah. And waistcoat. Yeah.
3: I just pink tie. I don't like,
0: like that he has to adhere to uh, type yeah. and mm-hmm. maintain the quote unquote ghetto thing or whatever it is they're doing like what like he's wearing a do rag in avengers mansion fine maybe he wears a do rag maybe he wears earrings sometimes i guess i have to accept that but i don't accept that luke cage the character wouldn't like change how he looks depending for his on wedding. the occasion mm-hmm. yeah i agree like he, he doesn't like, need to project that all the time he's already an enormous black man and right? it's a
2: very personal close wedding Mm. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just,
0: it just feels like it's the you know flagging kind of thing. Yep, Uh, Uh, yeah, which is tiresome. And one of the reasons I always have difficulty with Luke Cage as a character. Mm. Uh, And also, like in the final uh, page where they kiss, it's like his earring is glowing, and it's just like, come on,
2: like that's the big final page reveals. Like it's also there's a there's a bunch of men who can't wear ties properly at that wedding.
1: I mean, I think that's supposed to be like in the middle of the reception. I'm sure. Everyone's relaxed. I know, yeah. Like, okay, look, at our I mean, wedding, look at at, at Tony our... is super
3: relaxed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, yeah. at our wedding, as soon as the vows are done with, the best man is definitely going to be cutting his shirt off. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Alex Spencerdale. <laughs>
3: In fact, as
0: you've into to this timestamp in the episode,
3: the shirt has just come off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not to be too mean and sassy, but I feel like, as far as legality goes, we can definitely uh, call into question Jessica Jones and Luke Cage's wedding, as it's officiated by not the most trustworthy source on things, <laughs> Stan Lee, <laughs> um, who shows up out of nowhere, uh, having been, I guess, in varied appearances since he attempted to gatecrash the Fantastic Four's wedding back in 65. (laughs) In
1: in case anyone listening not aware, Stan Lee is, um, well, first of all, MCU's biggest continuity nightmare, appearing in his cameos in every single film, but also the um, co-creator of many Marvel characters. Clearly, Black Panther and Storm's ceremony is hyper-legal, very official, sanctioned by wakanda's panther god bast <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's only the best for the king of Wakanda, and presided over so. by
0: the queen mother it, yeah it so it's legit.
1: That's ver- very legit <laughs> their
2: marriage doesn't last i'm sorry but because t'challa can just annul their marriage himself as head of state yeah. so like i guess it's very very legal because whatever he says goes yeah if t'challa gets drunk at that wedding They might not be the only people married that day. He might just start pairing people off and be like, you, you're
0: married. Or Adam. You over there? You have been married.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what it's like to be like King Henry, though. He made himself head of the church just so he could could divorce his wife. Yeah, so um, T'Challa, essentially King Henry VIII. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Pretty much.
1: Um, End episode. <laughs> um,
0: I really like the, uh, that, you know, Storm has to be like appraised by the panther god for her worthiness. And she's like, they talk about it beforehand. And she's like, okay, okay, T'Challa, worst case scenario, I'm not approved of. And so you would stop being the Black Panther, right? And we'll, we'll get married. And he's like, th- this is literally what he says of course not in a worst case scenario the panther god could consume your immortal soul but that's pretty unlikely
1: <laughs> it's like cool 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 and, she's cool, like, cool and
0: she's like you're not joking and he's like no
1: <laughs> those are the calming words you want to hear from your groom just before you get married
3: be suffocated the north star kyle wedding yeah yeah. Uh, which seems pretty
1: legit <laughs> He I probably, bet Beast
0: is qualified in anything.
1: He probably... Got yeah, the license. He's, he's got, got like the, a. He's wearing like a... He's got the robes. He's mm-hmm. got like a robe on. So I feel like he's an official... Officiant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's happening in Central
2: Park. We've argued that maybe like... It feels like they haven't put that together in a week. And so maybe it's not official. But I'll buy it. Yeah. Jean-Paul, North Star, has always been like... Famous and popular mm. in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, that's true. Like, he, he's is a like a celebrity. Johnny Storm.
0: Yeah. 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 In fact, he's a lot like Johnny Storm.
1: Fantastic Four and Clovis both seem very traditional. Clark and Lois, as we mentioned before, they're in a church there's a
0: bit where Lois goes to get the wedding license it's a whole thing it's very very clear that it's (laughs) legal they're covering all the stuff they have 90 pages
1: they are really padding out all of the various legalities of
2: it It is the most important wedding in comics they have to make sure that no one can like question
1: or or turn it around later and be like they didn't actually get married
0: no they're married this happened there's no Mephisto it's just a marriage it's like Clark and
1: Lois go to get a prenup
0: (laughs) we've mentioned
2: them a bit But how does everyone feel about the guests at the wedding? Both who's there and how they behave. The elephant in the room, the African elephant in the room. Yes, sorry, I don't know. That's (laughs) forced, that's belabored. Uh, The ones at Storm and Black Panther's wedding, mostly Iron Man and Captain America.
0: Yes. Uh, so we've got kind of most of the Avengers, the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, a bunch of celebrities that we'll come on to. A good two to three pages is devoted in T'Challa and Storm's wedding to recapping what Captain America and Tony Stark are falling out over as far as the principles of superhero registration. It's a really awkward and clunky scene that you can tell uh, Reggie Hudlin, who's written this issue, has kind of had to incorporate Um, to remind people that there's a big crossover event that they should be reading and so it sticks out like a sore thumb and these two giant babies try and have their silly philosophical argument and to T'Challa's like okay well I brought you here as friends to be at my wedding and they both walk out
1: which is so so awful which
0: is awful awful. like
1: they couldn't even sit on opposite sides of a room to watch their friend get their friends get married yeah Yeah. last minute
2: cancellations are bad they had to pay for your food, guys.
0: You're just... And
2: also, I know they came all that way.
1: To bicker and then leave. To
2: bicker.
0: And they came in their fight suits, which is rude, as we covered earlier.
2: Yeah. They come and they make it about them. It's like the people who get engaged at weddings. It's just awful.
1: No, or it's... it's I mean, in one way... All everyone bickering about civil war just like adds to the authentic wedding atmosphere mm. because it's not a family <laughs> gathering without like a lot of passive aggression, a- actual mm-hmm. aggression. You know, people making it about themselves, mm-hmm. and then there's always one embarrassing drunken brawl, yes, as well, which is also happens in this issue between our favorite vegetarian man ape Baku <laughs> and um, and Spider Man or Iron Spider Man, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's standard. It's the checklist of, like, wedding events. Yeah. But just with superheroes.
0: But there's also a ton of other high-profile guests at uh, this Wakandan wedding. I also like that similarly to Captain America and uh, Iron Man, <laughs> Professor Xavier shows up to remind Storm that her union will be an important symbol in the fight for mutant rights going forwards and it's like, can you just come and be like, I'm happy for you, you're like a daughter to me, or something nice. Also, it's uh, Patrick Stewart, Xavier, which is amazing uh, so props to Scott Eaton who drew this issue. Um, got? George Bush and Fidel Castro <laughs> yep. yep. Nelson Mandela Yeah. Um, They would all be in the same room together. Yep. And actually someone tries to have a go at George Bush and they're like, don't forget is the head of state so you probably have to invite that guy. Which I think is funny. It's implied but you don't see her that Oprah Winfrey is in attendance. And then the um, reception is played by Prince who is also off panel. You don't get to see him but Prince plays the wedding. So that's a bit better than Sheridan's, but not much. <laughs> like... Blade is also there, so that's fun. And then there's a really awkward like bit where Luke Cage is like, hey, Wakanda's nice, maybe we could just like avoid all the fighting and shit. And Jessica Jones is like, get over your Black Avengers stuff, we're going home. And it's like, oh, okay, alright, sure. Captain America
2: and Iron Man probably set the standard for worst guests worst guests is there is there anyone who comes close in any of the other weddings
1: yes for north stars and kyle's wedding one of the his fellow astonishing x-men team members warbird comes to him just before the ceremony and tells him that she won't be able to stay because she does not recognize the validity of the ceremony vows because it's Two men getting married, and so because of her customs, because she's an alien, she's Shia. Shia. So she leaves, and that is real shh.
0: Shiari. Shiari. Nice.
1: Even after he asks her to stay as a friend.
0: That is some garbage Mm -hmm. behaviour. So terrible. It's real bad. She comes, she goes out of her way to be a garbage person. She comes Mm -hmm. on the day,
1: like an hour before the ceremony, is like, hey, can I pull you aside? By the way, I'm not staying because I don't see your wedding as valid.
2: It's also kind of, like, terrible that Northstar has to be,
0: like, pleading and nice in that, like, situation rather than, like, being like, get out of here. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I don't want you. You know, yeah. He has to ask her to stay. And she says no. It's horrible. It's yeah. not um, great. And it- then there's a couple of other really awkward parts where some other characters discuss how they feel about gay marriage that feels really needless. Yeah, yeah. It's like two two men
1: doing the like, like, Boy, like, I
0: never thought I'd see this. Or I'm I'd I'm look.
1: progressive, but it's a lot to take in, eh? And it's like
0: that's the tone, and that's Puck from Alpha Flight,
1: yeah, and Havoc from yeah. X-Men. And Havoc
0: from X Men.
3: Oh, I thought Puck sign was totally because it's a Canadian American wedding. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. and it's a real shame because you know it's 2012, same sex marriage is legal. Mm-hmm. The comics are doing a same sex marriage, great, and then for them to pepper in not just one but two and I think there's like a third it's slightly more subtle but there's this constant tone of all the guests or a lot of the guests being like I'm happy for them but but you know it's a bit weird it's not quite normal is "Is it it? or isn't this weird or this is my first one or whatever and you're like why as a writer why do you like pepper that in there have it as being positive or as positive as possible yeah.
0: It's that awkward territory between um, comics being maybe what is slightly realistic. And yeah, because probably some people respond like that. And that's oh, yeah. not great, mm. but that's people. Yeah. Uh, and like wanting comics to be maybe more aspirational and, and mm. showing people being supportive and trying to maybe move people forward a little mm. bit. Yeah. I and love I think Marjorie Lou's trying to navigate that. Yeah. yeah, I love that Wolverine, who has been around
3: for so long, is totally cool with it. You know, it's like because yeah. he's seen progression and seen, like, mm. it, it, it's totally like he's seen this like is fine. societies crumble and you Yeah, know, it's like around. this, it's this like... is totally normal. Yeah.
2: Whenever Wolverine's at a wedding, he's often like, get married, be happy. Like, mm. I got married, it was great. Sometimes it doesn't go well, mm. but it's still one of
0: the like. But it's like the happiest time of his life. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, he like, loves you, it. Should,
1: you should grab potential happiness with both hands. Mm-hmm.
0: A little bit similar to the Wolverine role, Batman shows up in suit the superman uh, wedding album to just be like hey sorted out some stuff so that you can go on honeymoon and have a nice time also bought you that apartment because i'm a rich man um... <laughs> <laughs> um but he's also the voice that says yeah be happy if this is going to make you happy do it like Live and you know, Superman's like, Oh, what would you know about happiness? And, he, and Batman's like, Oh, I understand the concept. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Oh. Uh, real he's like, Don't kick him while he's yeah. dead. So he's <laughs> helping don't you look. out, man.
1: Like, also, you don't have power, so he could kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to fight without powers. He does. Also, I
0: love that Superman can't run 12 miles without <laughs>
1: his powers. He's really unfit. He's gassed. <laughs>
3: Uh, I do love, it's, it's that night, that the, the image of all the heroes flying across the top of them is really nice, even though they just think they're there to help. They don't know there's a wedding going on at all.
0: Yeah, Batman's secretly done it. Of course he's manipulated his friends into doing it.
2: For another friend, so that makes it okay. <laughs> Peak Batman. Yeah.
1: But speaking of some of the lovely moments that happen in weddings, we thought we might have a little hypothesis about what each of these couple's first stance would be. We can start off, though, because one of the other wedding comics, which were not not of our main five, the wedding of Jean and Scott, also X-Men, does actually have a canonical first dance.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, and we can argue about how <laughs> accurate we believe that is. By you 2 the song One.
0: I mean... I can buy you two being Scott's favourite yes. band. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, uh, in fact, I can buy that being the only music Scott listens <laughs> to. It's performed by uh, Lila Cheney.
1: I feel like Robin and Adam are going to have very strong opinions in this field. Yeah.
0: I mean, an obvious one is if Prince is playing uh, T'Challa and Storm's Wedding, mm-hmm. uh, then presumably it's Let's Go Crazy, because it begins with Dearly Beloved, Yeah, we are gathered here today to celebrate this thing called life.
3: I couldn't think of anything for Sue and Reed. I just know Reed would have no input because he does not care about music.
0: <laughs> Reed and Sue, mm-hmm. it's something early Rat Pack, like Ooh, maybe an mm. early Sinatra track. Don't forget yeah. they get married in nineteen sixty-five, <gasps> yeah, so it's I mean, got to be pre-sixty-five.
3: I think it could be then. That can call "Love." Oh, that's nice. That's
1: really nice. I mean, they've got a good selection from that time period. There's a lot of those, like classic songs that people still use as first dances that were like like, new songs yeah Mm -hmm. like come fly with me you know lots of big band stuff
2: neither of them
3: flies that's why for superman Lewis you can use jackie wilson's your love keeps lifting me higher
1: yeah uh
3: north star and kyle i think uh nina simone's version of here comes the sun
0: that's nice i was gonna suggest maybe like a joni mitchell hmm of the Canada link yeah I was trying to think of a Canada link and I was like Joni like... Mitchell has a lot of beautiful songs yeah, yeah. which leaves us with Jessica Jones, Jones and Luke and... Cage yeah and they get married in what was it 2006 mm. uh, yeah
2: it comes a bit late but I was going to say LaRue Bulletproof
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well Michael Jackson had a song called uh, Unbreakable oh um, true. The Invincible uh, which actually the maybe would in. be appropriate yeah because mm, it's a great record mm. yeah and it yeah. like has a funny like little link to his yeah. Unbreakable skin yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah Black Panther and Storm, like they end up like segueing to going to Latveria on a mission, and that's their honeymoon. But Amy had a really good idea for where they could go as well.
1: I mean, I think they should go to the ancestral plane because it's the only place they're not going to be interrupted. Time works differently there, so they'll get a lot longer versus Earth hours. But and they'll also know-
0: be watched by all the former Black Panthers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, the sure, whole time. but they also won't be like treated as special because they're My- like. Just another Black Panther.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones definitely have to go somewhere with decent childcare.
1: They get a long weekend away. But they're not going away for like two weeks without without the baby.
2: Like they get away for a little bit. They definitely just go somewhere. Upstate New York. (laughs) Upstate New York. Yeah, they don't go far. They go somewhere relaxing. They probably just sleep a lot.
1: Yeah, they've got a new baby. Yeah. They they have sex like once and then they just sleep. (laughs) They
2: just sleep. They're just sleeping in a cabin in upstate New York. I wouldn't be. Which sounds fine. Yeah, Yeah. sounds Sounds good.
0: Fantastic Four. They'd go somewhere in in like into the cosmos, right? They'd like yeah. take the Gallic the Fantastica Fantasticar and go into space. Or they'd
2: travel through time and go to like a period that they really loved. Mm. They'd go like a they'd period go somewhere that Reed super really loved <laughs> and wanted to study. Yeah.
1: Like let's go to Paris in the whatever. <laughs> so you can meet in some French some French scientist. Yeah.
2: Let's go listen to Mozart, like actual like an actual opera I, like, conducted nice by Mozart. That's a really nice or, idea. Yeah, something like that. Mm.
3: That's true. For those moments and maybe maybe remember how to human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: maybe do a tour. Like, he'd go yeah. and do, like, the favourite yeah. things. Like, we'd yeah. like, go see, like, the real-life versions of stuff. Yeah. That's a nice idea.
1: We know that Clark and Lois do go on honeymoon because Batman has his backup cover sorted, but where do we think they go?
2: I feel like they do, like, a beach thing. Really? Um, I was going to say, yeah, like, a skiing holiday. Oh, skiing's good.
1: I mean, Clark Kent does like the sun.
0: Yeah, so they definitely <laughs> don't go to Ireland. <laughs> no. uh, leaving us uh North Star, Jean Paul and Kyle. I think they do something kind of
2: because, mm. like it's still part of the press tour. Mm. Maybe they, they do a press tour. They do a press They're tour.
1: They're kinda of
0: celebrity.
2: Yeah.
1: Like yeah. Or or it's not so much a press tour, but it's a very paparazzi honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. It's like a tour of all the hot spots in Europe yeah. and it's like always, oh paparazzi, getting those yeah. like long lens shots of them on the beach mm. frolicking in the waves.
0: Yeah. Here's them in the south of France. Here's you know, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Biarritz, Monaco, yeah,
0: yeah, all that, totally, yeah,
1: for sure. And you know, and Kyle has all set up because he's the manager publicist for (laughs) Sam. Yeah,
2: done in a week.
3: (laughs) Whilst in the hospital. (laughs) Perfect.
2: Thank you everyone for bearing with us. In this slightly different episode, uh, we are. Glad to have done a little bit of research and brought it to you. Um, But we'll be back with our regular style of episodes next month. This episode of Comic Book Classroom was written by Michael Eckett, Amy Garvey, Robin Harmon, and Adam Sharif. It was produced by Robin Harmon. Music is written and performed by the Sheridans. Our logo was created by Blair
3: Inglis.
1: New episodes come out monthly, and you can subscribe to them on Apple Podcasts or your podcast supplier of choice.
3: For more information and to see what we're up to, you can find us on Twitter at Comic Book Class, on Instagram as Comic Book underscore Classroom, and you can email us at classroomcomicbook at gmail.com.
0: Join us next time on Comic Book Classroom as we get spooked by Sabrina the Teenage Witch.